Hey everybody, welcome here. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mitchell. And this is the Purpose Kitchen Pod. Anyways, we're back. Yeah, back for another episode. Back for another episode. And we've got some new things going on. We do. We've got some new things. Well, Lauren was like, let's talk about them. Yeah, I just thought we could just do a random episode where we just chat. Yeah, and I tried really hard to stay accountable to the randomness, but I, I fell short. Mitchell likes to jot down some notes. Yeah. I wish I was more organized like that. No, but she, Lauren, you are organized. Not really. More than me. Uh, not super. The other day I was like, oh, I'm so ahead of school. And then you were on your Zoom meeting and I log on and they're like, it's like, 500 word discussion plus two discussion posts like comments due in two hours and i was like oh my gosh i didn't even know this existed yeah but it's hard when you're not when you're online it's hard like when you're going to class and they're like remember this it's a little bit easier but if it's asynchronous it can be hard to keep up that and also like i'm so out of school mode because it's now summer or spring summer mode and i was all i took 12 courses no, I took 11 courses this like this past year, and I just like I'm so over it. But then I was like, oh, I have to take spring, so I'm not. I'm just checked out, which isn't great. I think like how can you not be though? All online is hard, really hard to stay focused. But that's Lauren is organized, given the circumstances she's faced. Sure. Even organized people can lose track. During these unprecedented times. Oh my god! But anyways, are you writing an email? Lauren is Lauren is more organized than than me, but we got some new things going on. Yes, we do. Oh, Mitchell and I are uh, working in the school system right now, and we got vaxxed. And we got vaccinated. Yeah, got vaccinated. this past week, which was awesome. We are very thrilled. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I hate needles, but I just wanted this one so bad. Never in my life would I have ever thought that I'd want a needle so badly. Yeah, and they were super nice, and it was super organized. Yeah, they were awesome. And, yeah, I was telling Lauren how, like, as a kid, I was always kind of weird. Like, I would just, like, stare at them giving me the needle because I was just so curious about, like, Did you do that on. when we were there? Okay, honestly, she did it, like, so, she was so smooth. I didn't even know she, I was like, oh, oh she's poking me right now. And I didn't even know. Like it was like oh, it was so fast. Yeah, I think that's way better than when they like count down. <laughs> when they count down, they're like three, two. Okay, it's coming. Three, two, one. Here it comes. It's like okay. Well, now I'm just stressed and I'm tense and I hate it. So this yeah, this girl she was just talking to me and I was I looked away because I just didn't want to know when it was coming and she just yeah, it was so fast. It's just she just comes. With her little wheelie chair and yeah. just scrolls down the the line and just stabs you. I wanted to look. And then she's like, how's it going? I was like, oh, it's going. I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. Yeah. I'm vaxxed. What? Crazy. And they give you a sticker. And then you can go to this coffee shop in Winnipeg. And if you have your sticker, they'll give you yeah. a we, free coffee. We went to Empty Cup. Empty Cup. So, yeah, we went there after and got a coffee. Really good coffee, yeah. Which was so nice. I've gone there, yeah, a few times already now. Yeah, I really like it there. Um, yeah, we got a coffee. One thing we didn't get, though, 
They didn't give us a Band-Aid on our arms after. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, I guess maybe if you were bleeding or showed a little bit of blood, they'd give you one. But oh, but it's just for... It's for the look. It's the look. Yeah, because the sticker only lasts so long. Yeah, it's like, okay, f- sure, it says I got vaxxed, but like, it looks way tougher having a Band-Aid on your arm. Like, people go, oh, bro, what happened? Actually, I guess no one's ever asked me that. But I feel like, I feel tough. Yeah, I, I feel agree. like, yeah, I got a wound. Yeah. I went through something. Yeah, but now we are vaccinated in two weeks. We will be, I guess, partially um, partially safe. Yeah, p- yeah, partially protected. Yeah, partially protected. So that's awesome news from the last week or so. Yeah. And so because of our vaccination, we feel a little safer in schools. Yeah, I was a little uneasy, but uh, when they put schools online they're now allowing essential workers children to come to elementary schools so i am working with a bunch of kids in a gym it's awesome i love them so much they're such great such a great group but at first i was a little on edge just because the numbers were rising but i am happy to be there yeah and it's pretty safe also lauren's like famous at this school no she's like all the little kids are like madame lauren because it's French. It's a French school. I don't even speak well, French. Wait, sh- they don't gotta know that. What? They don't gotta know you don't speak French. I don't. That's the funniest part about it. I think that is funny. Is that I get a job at a French school. Full French. Like, full on French. No English. Like, these kids are French fries. Actually French fries. They're the cutie. They're so cute. But yeah, the teachers only speak French in the classroom. And I don't speak a lick of French, so... I think that's the funniest, but I Lauren's just I there because she vibes. I love I, I saw love this it. tweet, and it was like, it's okay to be late for work if you have a good vibe. Um, I, I hate being late. But I think in this case, it's like, it's okay to not speak French at a French school if, if you have good vibes. And that's Lauren. Like, she just is just vibing, and like, do you speak French? No, but do you have a good energy? Yeah. So. But you know what? I'm learning. I'm not going to lie. I know some French now. I've been there for over a month, and when I'm looking at these kids' work, trying to help them in the gym, I know what some of this stuff is meaning, which is pretty exciting. Prove it. Like, I read this one sentence uh, on Friday, and I didn't have to take out my Google Translate. Whoa. Because literally, I live off Google Translate with these kids, because they're like, Madame Lauren, can you help me with this question? And I'm like, uh... Like, I feel like such a noob taking out my Google Translator and these grade threes speak fluent French. Kids are, like, crazy resilient, though. I worked at this this camp, and this one kid came, and he was a newcomer from Russia. Didn't speak any English at all. And so he was working with one of my friends, and my friend was in a similar situation. Had to use Google Translate to get everything, to communicate everything. He didn't know any English. Anyways, that was two years ago. This past summer, I'm at the same camp, same kid comes up and he's like hey Mitchell how's it going and I'm like who is this and it's the kid and he spoke perfect English that's crazy in like it had been like a year from when he came didn't know English then he comes back and it was like one year and I was like what the heck well they so fast and to learn English like that's like one of the hardest languages to learn because there's just so much yeah weird different letters sound completely different than you think they'd sound and yeah, that would, it's a. I would think it's a really hard language yeah. to learn. And they say like kids pick it up fast, and I think it's so true. Yeah, like, I wonder why that is. I don't know. Like my mom teaches newcomers English and always says that 
the kids teach their parents often yeah how to do it because they pick it up so much faster but yeah that's what happens in the book i'm reading right now too hey lauren what book have okay i've been reading a book about uh lauren, what book have you been reading i'm reading uh the creator of nike he wrote a book philip is his name i don't know his last name. is it night it's called like shoe something though shoe dog shoe dog it's called phil knight phil knight you were right i just read i read the cover today oh okay yeah uh phil knight he wrote a book called the shoe dog and i'm only a little bit in but it's really good it's a memoir i'm into memoirs that's my jam yeah i like real i like real authentic stories and i thought that this one it's super long it's like over 400 pages but i i guess he has a lot to say i don't know I'm sure he's experienced a lot. But he still works for Nike. He's 80, 83 or something. Whoa. Yeah. Shoe dog. More like old dog. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. We could um, get a laugh track or something. Oh, yeah. I'll put it in right here. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. I guess I did what I, I often don't like when people do is when they ask you a question, so they ask you the same one. Because I was going to talk about the book I was reading about a uh, girl who comes as a newcomer from Pakistan and just how she teaches her parents English. It's a part of her memoir. It was on Canada's 2020 Best Reads. But anyways, I don't like when people do that, so... Sorry. That's okay. I just felt rude going on this tangent, you know? So then I was like, oh, I'll ask you about your book. So... Yeah, I don't like when people... I think we both have talked about that before. Like, oh, isn't it the worst when someone's just like, so, like, what have you... What have you been up to? And then you don't say anything back. And they're like, yeah, well, I've been up to this. And you're like, Or oh, the okay. best is when I had someone ask me, like, Lauren, what's your five-year plan? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, I, here's mine. And I'm like, okay. I guess yeah. you just want people to ask you what your five-year plan is. I think that's so funny when people do that. And I just feel kind of cringy for doing it right now, but... You just wanted me to ask you a book you're reading, even though I was there when you picked it out. Lauren helped me pick it out. I heard good things about the book you picked out. Yeah. So, yeah. We like reading, especially now that it's summer. Well, technically, for us. Yeah. We read, out, we read listen to the birdies. Yeah. I, I always feel way more inclined to read in the summers. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. because it's like when you lay outside, there's nothing else to do when you're laying in the sun tanning. Like, we're just going to lay there and just stare at the sky. Best for me is reading while next to Lauren also reading. Yeah, we do that at the lake. Yeah, I like a good, best for me is a good, good read snuggle with the love of your life, which is Lauren. Oh, if I was going to say, wait, is that me? No, in case you didn't know. I was um, going to ask. It's you. I'm glad. Thank goodness. I was scared there for a second. Um, yeah. One thing that I wanted to talk about was Friends. The show. Yes. And um, we have great friends, but Friends, the show, we watched today. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always thought it was funny. But it had, like, it took on, it took, it was just, I just laughed harder than I've ever laughed before. I just don't it. think you were paying attention. I don't know. It because was just so funny today. It's so funny, that show. Every episode. I was like, Lauren, these last three episodes or whatever, three or four have been like so funny. There must be something different about these four. And she's like, no, it's just like 
the whole thing is funny. Just pay attention. And fun fact about Friends, I don't know if you know this, but in every episode, one of them says the word Friends. Oh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Wow, Lauren, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. It's a pretty, f- it's a fun fact. Fun like, fact about Lauren. And now that you know it, you will notice it every episode. Yeah, no, I can't not. Um, one day, Lauren, I'm going to take you to that friend set. Oh, that would be the best. That would be the best day of my life. Lauren's been dreaming of going. I have. Like, two Christmases ago, uh, my family and I went to Phoenix, and then we drove to California for a week or four days or something. I don't actually remember how long we were there. Anyways, that's not the point. Um, and the plan was, they asked, what do you want for Christmas? And all I wanted for Christmas was I really, really, really wanted to go to Warner Brothers Studio and tour the friend set. Sit, you can sit on the friend's couch in Central in Central Perk and take a picture. That was my dream. That's all I wanted for Christmas. Well, my dad decides we have to vote. Who wants to do this? And nobody else wanted to except for me. And I was shocked. Like, my sisters are both friends fans i thought for sure they would want to go but they betrayed you but yeah and i was like hello we decided before we even came here that that's what we were doing so we were in la and we didn't even do it they were like who wants to go and one's like me 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 me." yeah you could tell my dad felt kind of bad because he knew how badly i wanted to go but he's like oh majority rules dude tough luck what the heck Dad, I thought you loved me. I know, apparently not. But anyways, yeah. I didn't get to go. So that's on my bucket list because I would love to go. I think it would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to go with you if it's like if it's cool with you. Yeah, you just have to watch more friends episodes. How many more do I have, like how many friends episodes do I need to watch before I'm like cert I can be like certified to see the friends set? I don't know. Like you have to watch the whole series through. But I have seen the whole series through. But you didn't think it was as funny. I just don't think you're paying attention. Okay. Every episode is funny. There's always a time, like, I watch Friends every night before I go to sleep. It's like my nighttime routine. I don't know why, but it just, like, calms me. It's super weird. I think it's just because I've watched it so many times, I don't have to pay attention to the episode anymore. So I just, like, yeah, I just fall asleep to Friends every night. It's just the best. So I've probably seen Friends all the way through probably four or five times. There's those games that you, like, there's the Friends game. That's, like, a question game where you have to guess the episode and, like, or who said what. And Lauren is so good at it. Okay, like, I'm not some crazy person. But Friends is the only show that I've, like, really, really loved. Like, I'm not a huge TV watcher besides, I guess, this last year because of COVID. But, like, before that, I never really would sit and watch TV. But now, yeah, obviously, we watch way more. Shows. But Friends is my favorite. My absolute, I can, like, quote episodes. Yeah. I can do that for the movie Surf's Up, what I think to be the greatest movie of all yes, time. Yes, Mitchell loves Surf's Up. I think it's hilarious. It is a great movie. There's one scene where he gets, like, what do you call it? He gets wrecked by a wave. Do they call it being tackled by a wave? I don't know. But anyways, Cody, the main character, the penguin, um, he gets he gets wrecked by this wave, and then he gets really he gets like knocked out and gets saved by someone who anyway I don't know spoilers but anyways, then they do this like cut scene to this like sea urchin that he falls on and they're like what was it like, 
uh, being like, how how do you feel? Like, how does it feel being stepped on by Cody? And he's like, stepped on me? The guy practically danced on me. <laughs> Look at this broken, broken, broken. I think it's so funny. Like that movie, I think it's just so, like it is cool really thing funny to do it. I like a whole like interview style yeah. documentary, but like cartoon penguin. It's that so served. funny. I think it's hilarious. And it's then in the beginning movie. of the movie, like he has this great line that for me has been um, just this like source of wisdom. You know, it just it really resonated with me. And he was like, everybody's always saying Cody's this, Cody's that. Well, Cody's me, man. And I was like, yeah. You know, because everyone's always like, Mitchell's this, Mitchell's that. But, like, Mitchell's me. Wow. Right? Deep. Just gets you. Yeah, yeah, I was babysitting my cousins one time. I was like, you guys got to watch this show. Like, you guys go watch this movie. It's the greatest movie of all time. And we, we passed that line. We was like, Cody's me. We passed it. And right then, they are like, maybe we should just, like, play outside. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? No. Absolutely not. You have to see this movie. You have to watch this. I'm the babysitter. So. Yeah, I make the rules here. Yeah. Rules are, we're watching Surf's Up. It's a great movie. We didn't actually do it. We did we did play outside because I'm, you know, like like a human and you know <laughs> I also want kids to have fun. Yeah, but it is fun watching. I think that was one of our That was one of the first movies we watched as a couple. I think so. Yeah. Um, I really appreciated you doing that because I know it's not you know? No, I actually love Surf's Up. I've seen it many times. So. Oh, nice. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. We watched that. Uh, we watched. We watched a few really interesting ones as a couple first. Like then we watched High School Musical. Okay, great movie. It's not weird. Y- you're right. You're right. High School Musical two. Yeah, that's summer, a banger. Summer vacation or yeah. something. That's a good. I one. actually memorized every single word to that "Beat It" song or "Bet on." What is it called? "Bet on Me." I memorized every single word to that song when I was whatever grade seven or eight. Oh, so good zach efron he was my hero i was like i want to be like zach yeah he's he's a cool guy okay well one thing that i couldn't resist but to look into something that has been what we've been doing for the last few weeks we've been making yeah We've been really into making our own cold brew. Mitchell and I are huge coffee drinkers. It's actually something that's kind of bonded us, I think. I think that you're right. I think, like, our Sunday morning coffee trips have really, like, been an asset in our relationship. Yeah, it's something, like, that's routine and that we love doing and love doing together. Yeah. And I think we both really like pretending we're, like, coffee critics and... Yeah, we go around different the city. Shops and, you know, we have our favorites. We have our favorites. We have, yeah. And a whole different criteria of like, we have so many metrics, you know. It's like, we have obviously the best tasting one. But then there's some places we go like, oh, but it, the vibe is good here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, And then we have like, some people, well, like there's, we go to this one and we feel like we're kind of known there. And so sometimes we like to go there because we're like, they kind of know us. And yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a nice feeling. Yeah, they're very friendly. So maybe they're just friendly to everyone, though. I don't know. I'd like to think not. Yeah, let's go with that. But anyways, we really like coffee. Last year when COVID hit, I bought like an espresso machine because I really liked the different like coffee variety flavors that they had. So, yeah, I'd say for me, at least I wasn't a huge coffee drinker until I really started seeing you. Okay, but I feel the same way. 
that's what I think is so interesting is that like it's not like you were a crazy coffee drinker and then introduced me to it or that I was that for you. It's like we both kind of came into it together. Yeah, that like is we interesting. both were like, Oh, we really like this. Let's like let's just pursue let's just drink a bunch of coffee a bunch of different ways and and yeah, just be I don't know. I was never as curious about coffee until we started drinking coffee together. Yeah, I mean, I I like it. It's my like favorite it thing on Sundays. I used to drink. Well, Lauren made my coffee better for sure. Lauren's like, you should check out this creamer, and I'm like, what? And I checked it out. Game changer. I tried to tell these guys at school about it one time, and they're like, sounds stupid. And I was like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> Hazelnut not in your coffee? You're dumb. Yeah. Well, that's actually maybe kind of that's pretty mean i didn't actually say that it would have been mean and you it no judgment on if you don't like cream in your coffee but they just never tried it like that's it for me they were like that just sounds stupid why would i put anything else in my coffee and i was like because it tastes better what more what more can i do you need me to say hazelnut you ever tried a hazelnut i like vanilla better than the yeah, vanilla vanilla is really good too but i mean like how can you i don't know i was like dude like hazelnut Hazelnut. Like that's it. Enough said. What? What more do yes. you need? Yeah, it is. It is super good. Sorry, but then when I bought my frother, that upped it. Oh yeah. So then you want to talk about hazelnut cream? And then you froth it. Yeah, that was that's the best. next level. Then and then put Lauren that. put cinnamon on top. That's the best. Yo- that's my favorite morning yeah. coffee. I don't use all creamer. I mix creamer with my milk. Yeah, like with my uh, soy milk. But anyways, so. Cold brew is cold what brew. we're in right now. So, what is it about cold brew that that sets it apart for you? I personally love cold coffee. I'd say I like it better, but in the morning I just want my warm coffee because I'm cold and I just woke up. But I do love cold coffee, so I would get like iced coffees from, like a lot of times I would like put my Nespresso on and then like just pour the hot coffee over yeah. my ice cubes. But now we figured out this cold brew, and the cold brew tastes way better. It's sweet, like naturally sweet. Yeah. You don't really need to add that much creamer to it or sugar or whatever you're yeah. adding. So that's what I like. Why do you like it? Uh, same. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's sweeter. I also like like that. It, I do like that it takes a little bit longer to make. So, like, usually you're supposed to make, like, 12, 24 hours. Um, 12 to 24 hours, I guess. Tim Hortons came out with one, and they say they... They do it. They brew it for sixteen hours. Maybe um, is that the money spot? I don't know. I read this thing and they said no less than seven. Hmm. But um, yeah, I think a part of it is like it's like a labor that goes into it, and then I think that always makes things taste better. Like when you work hard for something, not that it's hard work. I guess when you put in time for something, and then you like drink it and you're like, oh, I did this. Yeah, it tastes better. Tastes good. And so cold brew, it just distracts over a long pe- extracts over a long period of time, um, which means it has like less acidity and tastes less bitter. So it is really sweeter, and it also has higher caffeine. Um, but if you make it, you got to make sure your water is filtered because you're not heating it up. So it's important to have filtered water. And most people use medium or dark roasts when they are when they for their choice of bean. Hmm. I think the most interesting thing that you told me about your research was that most people, like most consumers of 
cold brew actually brew their own cold brew at home. Some brew bros. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. It's really, really easy. Yeah. How how do you make it? So we like to use mason jars, like the one liter ones. But you've been using like a four liter jar. Yeah, I tried it out one time. Did it work? I thought it worked out okay, but it was just, I'm not good at math and trying to figure it out. It was just stressing me out. So I'm just back on the mason jar train. Yeah. So we use our one liter mason jars. And so we grind up our coffee into in our coffee grinder. And then we put probably like what, like an inch of the mason jar full of the coffee grinds? Yeah. And I think it, it works out to being around like half a cup to three quarter cup. Of grinds. And then we just fill it with cold filtered water. We put our lid on top and then we just shake it and then into the fridge. And then once it's sat for like, yeah, anywhere between 12 to whatever many hours, 24 hours. I think we've, like when we do it, we really like it at the 24 hour mark. Yeah. Sometimes I'll make it before I go to bed and then I bring it to work with me. Yeah. So that's less than 24 hours. That's like 12 hours. But anyways, um, yeah, and then once it's done, you take it out of the fridge, and then we use our French press. We just pour it into our French press and press the grinds down. But you could use like a sifter, or you could use a uh, cheesecloth. Uh, yeah, it's super easy. Yeah, it is actually really easy. I like the way that we do it. Actually, it was Lauren had a really great idea. I was like trying to explain. It. I was like, yeah, and people use like cheesecloths and all, and she was like, couldn't you just do it in your French press? And I was like, you're a genius. I think it's because I saw a girl on YouTube or something do it in her French press, and then I was like, "Hmm, I think this is way easier." Yeah, and I was like, "I was like, Lauren, you're so smart. Like, how did?" And I like, I had two French presses too, and I was like, "How did I not think of that?" Yeah, so I took one of yeah. your French presses. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I had like. Well, I do know I had two. Um, I had like a bunch of credit card. Like, first of all. The points you get for your credit card are a ripoff because, like, I would spend, like, I bought, like, I don't know, I bought plane tickets, you know, and, like, went on a trip all on my visa, several thousand dollars, and what did I get for the points? A French press. I love the French press, but are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway, It doesn't add up. That's whatever. That's its own thing. But you, at least you got something. I got something. And then I was able to share. I was able to give it to you. And so... Okay, it's, not, it, it's still yours. I'm just using it. Yeah, well, when we uh, regroup in the same house one day... I just feel like at this point in our relationship, what's like mine is yours kind of thing. Yeah, it really is. Like, I'll get something for Lauren, and I'm like, oh, but like, pretty soon we're just... Like, sometimes Mitchell will like give me a, a hoodie, or he bought me this hoodie. He's like, well, we could share it, because like... I like it oversized. Okay, well, I got two hoodies. I got one yes. just for you but and we, one to share. One to share. Yeah. I feel the same way. Anyways, yeah, we, sh- we share a bunch of stuff, and it's nice. It's a good feeling. It's also nice knowing, like, if I'm chilly at Lauren's house, odds are one of my sweaters is actually probably there. That is true. But, yeah, anyways, one thing I thought was cool about cold brew is, like, I was like, it seems kind of like a new thing. It's not a new thing. Um, it's been around since the 17th century, but just to say that it's it's not anything new but it has been in the last 20 especially last 10 it's been booming yeah it is huge and now there's that nitro cold brew which is also really cool what is that that's like when they put pour cold brew out of like kind of like a beer tap 
Oh, okay. So you can get that. I know Starbucks has it. That's Some cool. locations. There's actually super cool. When Camilla, my friend, and I went to Vancouver, we passed by a Starbucks and downtown, and the Starbucks was just tap coffees, wow. which was really cool. Um, it was like a... I don't know what it was called. It was like a newer Starbucks that they were trying out. I don't know if it worked. That's cool. But So a bunch of different cold brews. Cold brew. Crazy stuff. Um, so Lauren said that it, you feel like it's it's a little bit sweet. Um, but yeah, basically the temperature you use has a huge impact on the coffee. So coffee is made up of acid, sugar, and caffeine compounds. And the reason that it takes so much longer to make in the cold brews because hot water has more energy that will break down those compounds faster and cause those reactions. Whereas cold water, it slows down the time for it takes for the reactions to happen. Also with using cold water, your coffee won't go bad as quickly as when you use hot water, which is kind of cool. So you could keep it in your fridge for a, for a long time, I would say. Yeah. I think they said like you do it for like up to a week if it's cold. Um, which is not the same with coffee. Coffee is like if it's out there. But then I wonder what those ones that you buy in the stores, like you can buy cold brew in the fridge, you know, in the fridge section. And yeah, like, those last way longer than a week. That's true. That's a good question. What do you think? I feel like if you seal it properly, I feel like you would be fine. Yeah, that's probably. And like there, it's probably like it's probably never. It's probably always cold. And especially since you've pressed it. Like, don't let it sit with all the grinds in it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and they probably have no no, no coffee ground, anything in there. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah, there's some crazy stuff happening. Like, molecularly, it's, it's extracted differently in the compounds. And the amounts of those compounds all change. There's a bunch of molecular stuff going on in coffee. It's actually pretty crazy. Uh, so there's like... Coffee has, on average, like 800 flavor molecules. Um, and when you compare coffee to different beverages like wine, which has 400, coffee is one of the most molecularly complex beverages. I think that's super crazy because I think coffee is such a part of everyone's routine. Like you said to me the other day that wine is supposedly one of the most molec- molecularly complex drinks, but actually coffee would be above that. Yeah, I was really surprised to find that out. Um, but yeah, there's these guy or there's these people who are like wine pros called sommeliers. It's a cool show on Netflix about it. Um, we should watch it together. I feel like you would like it. But anyways, they basically like they could taste wine and then they know exactly exactly where the wine came from. Like some people can even name the vineyard, which is insane. That is so crazy. Like, like, this is from, obviously, Napa Valley. And this blah, blah, blah. But it's so strange to me because wine seems so much more complex than I thought, coffee. Yeah, and, like, all the different types of grapes and stuff. Yeah. But I guess coffee, the coffee cherry is really complex just because it has to grow in really specific climates. requires, like, really specific temperatures over different periods of time. Like, it needs to be a certain temperature for like three months and then another temperature and a certain amount of water, like really, really complex and just getting the cherry. It takes like four to five years for you to be actually be able to harvest it. Um, but yeah, so none of the coffee you're drinking is anywhere near Winnipeg. 
because it takes like it's all like kind of close to the equator mm. did you know that with climate change happening the earth is like losing space to grow coffee beans which is kind of scary so eventually they're saying that we will run out of space to to like keep up with demand for coffee lovers which is really scary we're the coffee lovers yeah i can't imagine then they say like 2050 or something yeah so that's pretty scary because we'll still be alive we will still be alive and by that time we're probably going to be addicted and then all of a sudden it's going to be gone um, but yeah, so if you didn't care about climate change before, for any of the other super great reasons to care, now you have a reason. Yeah, now is your time. Because if you want to continue to drink that goodness every day, we got to take care of our planet. Yep. There's a lot on the line. A lot, way more than coffee's on the line. But if, if that's all that you care about, which is a problem, <laughs> but if it is all that you care about... At least it's something. You know, this, yeah, there's a cause you can... Whatever. If, or maybe some people are like, everything else is so political. And I, I took a course, and the prof said, the personal is political, and I'll never forget that. You can do with that as you wish. I'll just leave you with that. But anyways, um, this is a great cause to get behind. Coffee. Yeah. It's I think we were going to make a podcast on coffee. So We're going to do a di- deep dive into yeah. like chemically what's happening in your brain. Ethically. Yeah, ethically, what's going on, like, the whole stuff. We'll explain the whole process of how the cherry is picked and everything. Yeah, interesting stuff. It is actually really interesting. Yeah, don't give away too much. You're going to have to stay tuned. That's coming in a bit. Yeah. Maybe we'll get in, like, uh, we'll find, like, a a coffee connoisseur to come on. We don't know any, but if you are listening and you are one. That would be awesome. Reach out. Yeah, let we'll us know. You. That'd be awesome. There's really... We can zoom you there's in. There's not a whole something. lot of... Yeah. There's not a huge standard for who's allowed to come on. Okay. Just kidding. There's a very strict criteria. You need to be a person who cares about the earth and the people and the living things on it. Mm-hmm. That's the criteria. And if you don't, then I don't know. Too bad, so sad. Grow a heart. Wow. Anyways, I think... Are we... Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you all so much for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll, Enjoy your week. We'll miss you. And yeah. yeah, have a great week. Look forward to, to t- telling you more random stuff another time. Yeah, talk soon. See ya. See ya. Bye.